What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. Kofi, listening to Mad Love. Going for a walk before work. Just uh, trying to beat the heat. Right now, we have a little bit of cloud cover, so that's going to be good. Um, the sun, man. You know, it's interesting because with this Juneteenth uh, holiday now being recognized by some companies and recognized by the by the government, it uh, makes me extra thankful because I can't tell you how uh, bad of a slave I would have been. You know what I mean? I just get so frustrated because people keep talking about, you know, how oppressed we are, how terrible our lives are. You know, but the reality is we have a pretty good life in America uh, compared to what our ancestors had to endure for real. And uh, I, I hope we don't forget that part. Because someone, if you're alive, no matter what your race is, if you're alive today, someone in your gene pool was strong. Not just strong, strong AF. Because this life is challenging and like i said i watched this thing on the pilgrims and yeah they got to choose to come here but they didn't have an easy go of it not at all and you know don't forget people used to have to build if you wanted a house you used to have to get out with some wood go cut the tree down have some tools and build a house i think how many people can do that right now it's like not a lot of people out here who can just go get some tools and build their own house. Not, I'm having it built. Build it. You know? So we need to be grateful. And I'm not conflating the issue. Slavery was atrocious, egregious. A lot of people benefited from free labor. However, you know, I don't want to dismiss... We have it pretty good right now. I mean, I no one is uh, you know, beating me or forcing me to live the life I want to live, you know? So I'm thankful for that. But also, too, and, I, you know, I don't want to come off wrong. Slavery was terrible, egregious, awful. There's not even a word enough. There's not even a word I can think of that's... That, shows how much disdain I have for the whole concept and how wrong it was. It's wrong. But I do think sometimes we lose what's good about being alive now because we're so focused on the past, which is something I get frustrated with all the time because everybody's so woke and I'm so uh, aware of the past and the past is what it is. And you can't change it, whether it's historical or in your own life. And so it happened. And there's a part of you that just has to be grateful that it's you endured it. Or someone you, you know, in your gene pool endured it. And it's sobering. I remember when I was doing my uh, Ancestry.com and... Uh, yeah, when you get back to seeing your grand, great-grandparents and on a slave roll, that was disturbing. And Ancestry.com should have, like, warnings. Like, oh, wow. I think it was my, you know, this is my dad's uh, granddad. 
And I was like, oh shit, this is unsettling. But, you know, anyway, enough about slavery. Uh, and there's still modern slavery going on. First of all, you got people who have a slave mentality. That's a whole nother podcast. But what about all this sex slavery that no one talks about? There are people being snatched off the street every day to be sex slaves. No one talks about that. No one seems to be, you know, unsettled by its frequency because it's happening. There was a little, uh, not a small town, but yeah, it's like a tiny suburb. And I lost track of the story myself. But at one point there were 13 or 14 young black girls missing from this one community. And it, nobody hardly ever talked about it. I think I read one article six years ago. I'm like, that was it. So it's weird what enters our consciousness. It's weird what stays. It's weird uh, what the media chooses to talk about all the time. You know, you have to ask yourself, how do they decide what's going to be you know, the topic du jour, who decides, you know, and if, now here's where race gets into it, if these were young white girls from a prominent community, would it make the news, and is it not making the news because they're black, is it not making the news because they were, uh, from, uh, or girls, just girls in general, you know. We know that most of the people who make up missing uh, people on these missing lists are mostly people of color. I don't know. There's a lot to fix. Don't get me wrong. A lot of it is heinous and horrible, but I don't understand who decides what measure something gets in terms of uh, attention and vitriol, you know, all of it is terrible. If you ask me, I think it's awful that we call each other the N word. I don't, it was not a word we used in our family. My dad used it, but, um, not at his family. It was at people he was frustrated with, you know, like driving down the street back in those days, old dudes felt comfortable you know, screaming at young people out the window, which is, which was funny, actually. But, uh, yeah, there's so much hostility and hate. I think that's where we really need to address our attention. Why are, why are so many people so angry and so mad? And why do we all have to have a gun and shoot each other? Because we disagree. I mean, this, nobody talks about that either. Huh. <sighs> It's frustrating. Seven minutes. And I went on a rant. My bad. What do you all think about Drake versus Kendrick? I didn't know they had like a rivalry. But I don't think it really is. Sort of like Prince and Michael Jackson. They're both great. Just enjoy what they bring. You know. They can pit themselves against each other, I guess. But there's really no point in it. I like Drake's music. He's kind of, you know, 
he's a little too old to be a fuckboy, but he kind of still has fuckboy tendencies. You know, clearly Kendrick has grown going through some things. And uh, his new project is it's really good. But he, you know, he's he's on some grown man. You know, he's talking about going into therapy and relationships and trying to be a good father. And, you know, it's hardcore. Drake's first two singles, or first two tracks off of his latest record, you know, He's still struggling with someone who's taking him for granted in a relationship or, you know, he just doesn't feel like he's getting the love he deserves. And there's room for that in the world. And I like Drake. He is probably my favorite artist of this generation. Um, But, you know, he still just, you still sort of feel like you could give him everything he wanted and he would still cheat on you. And I don't think that's bad. I love Drake. I just feel like there's a certain amount of self-awareness that he hasn't reached yet. And maybe he has privately. And his brand is this sort of sensitive emo rapper. But, you know, I like Drake a lot. And I respect his brand. Um, I'd actually really like to have a conversation with Aubrey. See what that's like. But... You know, kudos to both of them. There's no need to to not like both of them. But we've seen this in history. Brandy versus Monica. Prince versus Michael Jackson. I think at some point, someone was really trying to reach and pit Tina Marie against Madonna. Apples versus oranges. But, you know, Madonna's the queen. I don't know why she looks like she looks now. All those fillers and stuff. But... When you look at her catalog of music, it's mad impressive and uh, one of my favorites. So anyway, I like Drake. I know it doesn't sound like a compliment, but uh, to call him a fuckboy, but he, he does, you know, and I don't even know uh, a less a less cuss-filled way to describe that type of behavior, you know, male whore. I don't know, but I love the guy. I love his music. I don't know him, but I feel like we would have a very interesting conversation when he's not Drake. You know what I mean? When he's just being Aubrey and wanting to have a chat, I'm sure we would be the best of friends because he's sensitive. He just needs somebody to sort of like use that sensitivity to help him evolve and grow up. And Kendrick is Kendrick's a grown man. His record is completely different. So, I'm sorry they're not buds anymore, but, you know, it's tough. When two people at the top of their game, it's really hard to, to, especially men, to let their egos go. And they're getting older, too. You know, they're not little boys. So, um, they're really in their feelings, you know, about what they've accomplished and what they can do and where they can go, who they can be and all of that. So... But enjoy both of their records. They're both good, just in different ways. I'm not sure how I feel about Beyonce and her secret record. Uh, I'm a huge Beyonce fan. I just don't know if, you know, I don't know. It's it's really hard to have, like, a 25-year career. And it's really hard to stay relevant for 25 years, right? You know? 
that's something Madonna was able to do. And I'm sure Beyonce's record is probably something I didn't care for the little bit that I've heard. But, you know, that could just be me. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. I don't know what her brand is now. Because she went from, you know, independent, strong woman as a younger woman to sort of like the Queen Bee thing, that whole phase, lots of bragging. Then Lemonade, which was like this incredible piece of reality art. I mean, way to profit off of strife in your marriage. And maybe they didn't even have it. Maybe they just made it up to make records about it. I don't know. But it's an interesting journey she's on. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I thought she might just lean more into the wife and mom thing. But, you know, they never rest. So I don't have any deep insights into Beyonce's music. I like it, a lot of it. Some of the beats are just ridiculous, but I don't know. I don't know what her brand would be at this point. Isn't she like 40, close to 40? Not that older people don't have things to say. I have plenty to say. But, you know, in music, it's so hard because it's almost like they vilify art and maturation. I can't tell you how many TikTok videos I've seen where they can't wait to tell you how old somebody looks now. You know what I mean? Like they, they do these time-lapse things. I feel bad for TikTok people because, yeah, we're going to do a video of you over 20 years and see how different you look. Everybody changes. I mean, I don't look like I did in 1998. I don't think that's fair. So anyway... I'm, I respect that people get older. It's just hard to figure out what your lane is. I think as a creative person whose brand was built on how you look and how you dance. There's a TikTok right now going off on how geriatric Justin Timberlake looks now. Doing these weird, I don't know, I don't know what that was. He was doing like a weird river dance type of robot move, which was strange because you know, I would have swore 15 years ago he could dance, but he had on like a some khaki pants and a weird plaid shirt. And it's like, yeah, you're just old now. And that's cool. We all get older. All right. I hope you have an amazing uh, Wednesday. I was about to say Tuesday. I can't stand holidays on Monday. It really throws me off. All right. Anyway, that's, you know, first world problem. I hope you have an amazing week and that uh you know everything's going good and i'll I'll be back tomorrow but show take care